Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to Sincerely Sharice, a podcast, or shall I say a platform, centered around wellness, self-care, personal development, creating a positive mindset, and growth. I'm your host, Sharice Marshallek, author of I Am and I Will, the A to Z of positive affirmations and call to actions. I am so blessed and fortunate to have you with me today and aim to kickstart your week off in the best possible way. Catch me every Monday for your weekly dose of positivity. How are you feeling today? Come on, please don't be shy and let me know. Feel free to DM me over on Instagram and let me know how you're feeling. I also dare you to take a moment out of your day to text, call, FaceTime, email, however you communicate with the people within your community and ask them how they're feeling. Or better yet, instead of saying, how are you? Say, how are you feeling today? What's up? What's good? How are you doing? Please, let's get depth filled in how we ask questions and receive the answers that are presented and also help someone that's in need without them having to ask. By asking how you're feeling, this encourages open and honest communication between you and the other person or people you're communicating with. So share that experience with them and share that experience with me. Feel free to let me know as I've mentioned. Do not hesitate. The time is now. Can you believe that we are three quarters of the way through the sexual health month? This series, however, concludes today. This is part three of the sexual health series. And next week, I have with me a special guest. I cannot wait to share the episode with you. But in the meantime and in between time, let's go over what we've covered so far. Being sexually healthy, sexuality, sexual orientation, gender identity, gender expression, body image, sexual self-esteem, sexual and reproductive healthcare, reproduction, experiences of unwanted violence and coercion, consent and boundaries. Please let me know what your major takeaways have been thus far. I'd love to know the team and I find this so very helpful, especially when we tackle taboo topics such as sexual health. This week, we'll be exploring relationships and intimacy, sexual and reproductive anatomy, pleasure, sexual activities, employment, and our bodies. It's important that I reiterate how sensitive this subject matter is, and I aim to share useful and digestible information in a concise and delicate way. Sexual health is a form of social activism which explores the sexual well-being of people throughout all stages of their life. Our sexual well-being can also be linked to our emotional, mental, physical, social, and spiritual well-being. Let's talk about relationships and intimacy. The dictionary defines relationships as a connection, association, or involvement, an emotional or other connection between people, alternatively a connection between persons by blood or marriage. Intimacy is a close familiarity or friendship, closeness, or an intimate act, especially sexual intercourse. Intimate being something that's private and personal. In both of these instances and definitions, we learn that closeness is necessary, whether it's a relationship or intimacy, platonic or romantic. Each of the relationships that we possess 
have the propensity to become close, especially as the relationship is nurtured and built upon. Most relationships naturally develop into intimate ones, whether platonic or romantic. As we begin to trust ourselves and others, we become more open, vulnerable, personal, and share private information and experiences with the people we connect with. The most uncanny thing about relationship forming is that each interaction and connection is different and requires a varying amount of attention. There's no one-size-fits-all approach to relationships, which also transfers to the ways in which we share experiences and express ourselves intimately, as well as who we choose to be intimate with. According to betterhelp.vic.gov.aug, <laughs> intimacy in a relationship is a feeling of being close and emotionally connected and supported. It means being able to share a whole range of thoughts, feelings, and experiences that we have as human beings. It involves being open and talking through your thoughts and emotions, letting your guard down, being vulnerable, and showing someone else how you feel and what your hopes and dreams are. Intimacy is built up over time and it requires patience and effort from both partners to create and maintain. Discovering intimacy with someone you love can be one of the most rewarding aspects of a relationship. Apart from emotional and sexual intimacy, you can also be intimate intellectually, recreationally, financially, spiritually, creatively, for example, renovating your home, and at times of crisis, working as a team during tough times. Intimacy is achieved when we become close to someone else and are reassured that we are loved and accepted for who we are. Children usually develop intimacy with parents and peers. As adults, we seek intimacy in close relationships with other adults, friends, family, and with a partner. The article continues to say, it is important to share a whole range of emotions with a partner. Otherwise, some people begin to feel lonely and isolated regardless of how good their sexual experiences may be. For many couples, making love involves a sense of intimacy and emotional closeness. An intimate sexual relationship involves trust and being vulnerable with each other. Closeness during sex is also linked to other forms of intimacy, including emotional and spiritual intimacy. And intercourse is only part of sexual intimacy, which involves foreplay and other forms of physical intimacy. The article also encourages us to explore ways to share love and affection without sex and also reminds us that sex includes many forms of physical contact. Often, the more a couple is intimate with each other in ways other than sex, the more fulfilling their sex life becomes. There are a few factors that can hinder intimacy some of which were explained during the article but are not limited to communicational issues, ongoing conflict within a relationship, practical issues and life stresses, whether that's financially, work-related or external family issues, abuse or violence, which we touched upon last week, negative childhood experiences, past and current traumas, health issues and personal uncertainties, insecurities, or unidentified traumas. There are a variety of ways to work on intimacy. Some things mentioned in the article were 
celebrating the good things in your relationship, telling your partner in words and actions how much you love and appreciate them, letting your partner know what you value about them and about the relationship that you share, putting your thoughts and feelings into words and not assuming that your partner already knows even if you tell them similar things daily. Reaffirm what you'd like them to know, especially when it relates to positive things about how you regard them. Talk openly about your feelings and what you need from the relationship you share with them. Create opportunities for intimacy. Take time out to be together as a couple when you can focus on each other and on your relationship void of distractions. Try to plan a regular evening, day or weekend for the two of you to be alone. Accept that your relationships will have ups and downs. Understand how you feel about the variance within your relationship and speak through them. But also respect that things change, evolve and progress. As you notice the changes, speak on them and express how they impact you. Be positive and grateful about what you have in your relationship. Be aware that both parties in a relationship need to initiate opportunities for creating intimacy. Please note that this advice is helpful especially in sexually healthy relationships. Void of abuse, coercion or violence. Now we're going to travel towards sexual and reproductive anatomy. The tissues, glands and organs involved in producing offspring, which are children. In women, the reproductive system includes the ovaries, the fallopian tubes, the uterus, the cervix and the vagina. In men, it includes the prostate, the testes and the penis. I'll save the biology lesson and encourage everyone tuning in to get a better understanding of their own personal sexual anatomy by seeking the expert help of a healthcare provider. As humans, we are all unique and have different makeups. And until we learn ourselves personally, we have little idea who we are and in turn base our understanding of self on what literature offers, which can be overwhelming, misleading and inaccurate for some people. Therefore, it's so important to become personally invested in your life, especially when it concerns your sexual and reproductive anatomy. Don't be afraid to learn new things when it relates to your sexual health. Please reach out to an expert. According to optionsforsexualhealth.org, pleasure is a feeling of enjoyment. When it comes to sexual health, pleasure can often be forgotten. It is common in the area of sexual health to focus on topics such as pregnancy prevention, sexually transmitted infections, which are also known as STIs, and health exams to name a few. While these topics are incredibly important, we don't want to forget about an equally important area, which is pleasure. Sexual pleasure can include the feelings of enjoyment people feel through sexual activities, but it is much broader in also including the aspects of pleasure that are involved in sensuality through the senses, which are not always necessarily sexual. For example, individuals can feel pleasure through the sound of certain music or the feeling of a particular fabric on their skin. These pleasurable feelings may be sensual and erotic or not. Pleasure is abundant when we think about all the different ways that humans experience pleasure. 
can you guess what the biggest sex organ is, especially when it relates to pleasure? I'll let you think about that for a few seconds. Now, let's say it together after three. One, two, three. The brain. The article on optionsforsexualhealth.org continues to state that so often what we are thinking in our mind can influence our experiences of pleasure. Pleasure can be involved in many areas such as the sexual activities we partake in to the relationships we are in to how we feel about our bodies and more. Many factors can influence whether or not we feel sexual pleasure. For instance, the quality of our relationships, fear of violence, past sexual experiences, worries about pregnancy or STIs, disconnection from our bodies, to name a few. The article continues to say that if we are wanting to experience more sexual pleasure but find that certain thoughts are impacting us, tools such as mindfulness techniques can help us to examine these thoughts and gain more awareness. Mindfulness techniques allow us to non-judgmentally pay attention to the present moment. With a lot of interesting work in the area of mindfulness and sexual pleasure, it can be a useful tool to help us connect to our thoughts, minds and bodies in the moment and hopefully build upon pleasurable experiences. In today's fast-paced world, the article goes on to say that we may be trying to enjoy sex, but if we keep thinking about the grocery list or list of things to do as an example, mindfulness can help us to step out of the busy nature of our minds and connect to what we are feeling in the moment. I will personally go further to say that breath work and mindfulness are conjoined. If ever you need to mentally declutter, you have the option of engaging in some breath work. While you're breathing, you can visualize the pleasure you'd like to receive. Inhaling deeply and exhaling gently as your visions become vivid. It's important to note that the article goes on to further state that pleasure is an individual experience as we all have unique likes and preferences. Pleasure is also not dependent upon sexual partners or a partner. We can experience sexual pleasure through activities on our own, such as masturbation and or with sexual partners. Through our sexual experiences, whether with ourselves or with others, we may come to see what brings us pleasure and what does not. Sometimes if people are comfortable and choose to masturbate on their own, they may use this time to explore what feels good in their body by exploring different types of touch, pressure and fantasies or more. This information may then be helpful to communicate to sexual partners. Sexual pleasure also has a lot of health benefits in reducing stress, creating better sleep and helping us to feel good. Now, once we understand our sexual pleasures, we can also then tap into sexual activities. According to Britannica.com, human sexual activity is any activity solitarily between two persons or in a group that induces sexual arousal. There is solitary activity involving only one individual and there is sociosexual activity involving more than one person. 
Britannica continues to explore sexual activities by breaking down solitary and sociology activities. A solitary activity may include self-masturbation, which is self-stimulation, with the intention of causing sexual arousal and, generally, an orgasm or sexual climax. Most masturbation is done in private as an end in itself, but is sometimes practiced to facilitate a sociosexual relationship. Social sexual activities frequently begins in childhood, and while much of it may be motivated by curiosity, such as showing or examining genitalia, many children engage in sex play because it is pleasurable. The sexual impulse and responsiveness are present in varying degrees in most children and latent in the remainder. With adolescence, sex play is superseded by dating, which is socially encouraged and dating almost inevitably involves some physical contact resulting in sexual arousal. This contact, labelled necking or petting, includes hugging, kissing and generalised caressing of the clothed body to techniques involving genital stimulations, as well as foreplay, which is also a form of petting. Petting is a part of the learning process and ultimately of courtship and the selection of a marriage partner. There are different types of sexual activities all should be consented to before they are acted upon. The different types of sexual activities include vaginal, oral, anal, hand to genitalia contact, genitalia rubbing also referred to as dry humping and masturbation. It's very important that before you engage in anything sexually that you communicate with your partner about what you like and do not like sexually as well as exploring how you'll both protect each other and yourself against STIs and unintended pregnancy. Remember also that if you consent to something prior to the act and change your mind, you are free to do that. You have to be comfortable sexually to enjoy the experience and to receive pleasure. It's important that you don't associate shame and guilt when it relates to your sexual health and well-being. The team and I have released some very helpful free sexual health tools on sharicemarshlek.com forward slash sincerely Sharice to help guide you through the process. I've even shared my personal thoughts on sexual health via my blog and I'll provide the link in the show's description. Feel free to check it out and let me know what you think. Now we are going to move on to employment when it relates to sexual health. According to optionsforsexualhealth.org, employment within the sexual health context relates to sex work and the working conditions surrounding sex work. The Open Society Foundation simplifies the definition of sex work in this way. Sex workers are adults who receive money or goods in exchange for consensual sexual services or erotic performances, either regularly or occasionally. The term sex worker recognizes that sex work is work. Prostitution, on the other hand, has connotations of criminality and immorality. Many people who sell sexual services prefer the term sex worker and find prostitute demeaning and stigmatizing, which contributes to their exclusion for health, legal and social services. Sex workers sell sexual services in order to earn a livelihood. The vast majority of sex workers choose to do sex work because it is the best option they have. 
Many sex workers struggle with poverty and destitution and have few other options for work. Others find that sex work offers better pay and more flexible working conditions than other jobs. And some pursue sex work to explore and express their sexuality. If you're open to learn more about this subject, the Open Society Foundation are a good source of information. To conclude our three-part series, we circle back to our bodies. Optionsforsexualhealth.org states that our bodies have a major role to play in our sexual health. Our physical and mental abilities, including the physical changes with puberty, aging, surgery, and illness that impact our experience of sexual health and overall well-being. Our sexual bodies evolve from birth until death. Illnesses such as cancer, for example, may impact our sexual selves. It's important right now that we take the necessary time to generously thank our body for its loyalty and for sharing a plethora of experiences with us. Please join me in some breath work. If you're seated, please sit up straight with your hands in your lap in a comfortable seat and or location. If you're laying down, lay flat on your back with your arms to the sides of your body. And please, at this time, close your eyes. Inhale deeply for four to five seconds and exhale gently for four to five seconds. Inhale and exhale. Think about ways your body has been loyal to you as you inhale deeply and exhale gently. What are the things that you're most grateful for? Inhale and exhale as you thank your body for its loyalty. Inhale and exhale. As you inhale, say this with me in your mind. I am thankful for my mind, body and spirit. And as you exhale, say in your mind, and I will continue to honor my being. We are going to reaffirm that and say as we inhale, I am thankful for my mind, body and spirit. And as we exhale, we're going to say, and I will continue to honor my being. We're going to inhale deeply for four to five seconds one last time. And exhale gently for four to five seconds. Please thank your body for its loyalty and gently open your eyes. Thank you for joining me this week to complete the sexual health series. Next week, we have a special guest, as I mentioned before, who will be joining me in the comfort zone. I cannot wait to share this episode with you. And I hope that you join us as we speak all things sexual health to wrap up the sexual health month. In the meantime, in between time, feel free to download the sexual health journals, part one and two, which are free and available on sharicemarshallick.com forward slash sincerely Sharice. As mentioned, they are extremely helpful and useful tools. But before we go, before we wrap, say it with me. I am in control of my body and I will honor and protect it from harm, injury and disease. 
Share this episode with at least three people. By doing that, you'll be inspiring them to be the best version of themselves and helping them to love and understand themselves from the inside out. If you need a little help affirming, or maybe you love the affirmation in this episode, don't hesitate to grab a copy of I Am and I Will, the A to Z of positive affirmations and call to actions. Join me on Instagram at Sincerely Sharice or over on Twitter at Sharice Tweets. I'd love to say hi and engage a little. Don't be shy to take a screenshot of this episode or tag me in a picture of your journal sessions using the workbook, which are available, as I've mentioned before, via sharicemarshlake.com forward slash Sincerely Sharice. Please rate and review the Sincerely Sharice podcast. This is so helpful and would mean so much to my team and I. It only takes a few seconds. If you'd like to share your affirmation with the Sincerely Sharice team and I, feel free to head over to sharicemarshlake.com forward slash affirm it to submit your affirmations feel free to subscribe to my youtube channel to get some behind the scenes wellness inspiration simply type in sincerely sharice on youtube or youtube.com forward slash at sincerely sharice additionally head over to my blog for some provocative topics personal journal entries and so much more via sharicemarshlek.com forward slash your blog all of the links are available in the description to make it nice easy and seamless for you as always thank you so much for tuning in and kickstarting your week with me until next monday have an amazing and blessed week sincerely sharice ciao